0: Heaven and earth will pass away but my words will not pass away. In the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear Rev. Canon, dear Abbé and dear candidates and dear faithful. We have finally come down to the last Sunday after Pentecost. The last Sunday until the church again brings us to the season of Advent which will prepare us For Christmas, the Lord's birth. This end of the liturgical year should remind us that the present life is temporary and that it should be an invitation to keep ourselves in readiness for the final step which will usher us into eternity. Let us look into this past liturgical year and see if we had walked with our Lord and that in all things we were pleasing in His sight. Has our soul endeavored to accomplish the goal of adapting and conforming ourselves to God's holy will, to unite ourselves completely to it, and to act in such a manner as to please our Lord in everything? Have we, during this past year, followed the road which the Church and her ministers have shown to us, which leads us to a life of holiness. If we had seen such progress, we should immediately give thanks to the Father, who has made us worthy to be partakers of the lot of the saints, as what St. Paul says in the epistle for today. This inheritance of the saints is the union of love with God, and this heritage is ours, because our Lord Jesus Christ suffered and died on the cross for our sakes. We have received redemption and the remission of sins, and clothed with God's grace by the infinite merits of Jesus, which enables us to fly high and ascend to the blessed state of union with God. Although we may look back in the last several months and saw the many blessings, accomplishments, and success in our progress in loving our Lord and neighbor, we still have more work to do. The more we correspond with grace, the greater the graces our Lord will grant us. And the more we press ourselves to move forward with him, the more he will draw us to himself. The results of this loving dialogue we have with God's help and our correspondence to grace will be the sanctification of each one of us. The last Sunday after Pentecost, being the last of the liturgical year, should remind us too that our days are numbered. Our days decrease, our hours decrease and diminish, and we must remind ourselves that everything will have an end. We are told by Jesus Christ himself in the Gospel today, which we read so faithfully in our missals before Mass, of course. He said, Then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming into the clouds of heaven with much power and majesty. This image of the end of the world seems so frightening for all, as God would be the supreme judge of our souls. So let us endeavor to be always ready, to be ready to lead a holy life, starting now, a holy example, avoiding a lukewarm and spiritually mediocre life. Let us not grow into a type of hypocrisy where we are dull with our own habitual sins, simply brushing them off, and yet we easily like to point out and criticize our neighbor, especially if that certain neighbor might have authority over us. We easily fall then, unfortunately, into the deadly trap of rash judgments, where the person who rashly judges sees all things as evil. Those who have this tendency engenders in themselves fear, anxiety, anxiety, Contempt of our neighbor, self-complacency, and so many more troublesome effects, which are not good things to possess in our soul as the day of judgment comes closer to us. And as we are on this topic, another point has become evident in the secular and religious world's that we would need to warn the sinner, of course, and the evildoer of their wrongdoing before this day of judgment comes. But let us not tempt ourselves to return evil for evil, but always correct our brothers and sisters in truth, but always with holy charity. Let us pray for the conversion of those in error and falsehood instead of continually bringing them down to the dirt underneath our feet. Offer rosary, the stations of the cross, a penance, no matter how small, or even an act of charity in order to pray for conversion, conversion of ourselves, conversion of others, to pray for the grace of God that it remains in our hearts and in the souls of our neighbor. Let us meditate often, then, on the words of our divine Lord. Heaven and earth shall pass, but my words shall not pass. Our infant king, which we start the novena this week, who became flesh and was born in Bethlehem, lived with Mary and Joseph and taught so many people and his apostles the way to heaven and to redeem our souls who died on the cross and rose from the dead, ascended to the highest of heavens to his heavenly Father. And he will return in glorious triumphant victory at the end of time to gather what he had sold, to gather the fruit of his labor and his blood. Christ, the eternal high priest, who offered himself as sacrifice for our sake, is our sovereign judge And will tell to those who loved him, Come, you blessed of the Father, and possess the kingdom prepared for you. For I was hungry, and you have me to eat, thirsty, and you have me to drink. As long as you did it to one of these, my least brethren, you did it to me. He asks us to follow the precept of charity that constitutes love of God and our neighbor. For this will be the measure by how we are examined by Jesus Christ. We look back and thank especially all those who have been so charitable to us at any point of our lives, either when we were children or when we are grown up. Those who have offered us the means to practice our faith and to live it out, to those who helped us to see a clearer picture of the vocation of God for us. To those who have helped us in overcoming our weaknesses and failures, and especially to those whom we might not have expected help from. Mindful of the upcoming feast of Thanksgiving, let us return to our God in thanksgiving and gratitude for all the benefits we have received and most importantly, grow deeper in our love and adoration for God and love of neighbor, so that we can continue to perfect ourselves here below while we still can. While people convince us to see the other parts of the world today as gloomy and bleak and void of the charity of Christ, we must continue to pray and love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us as commanded by our Lord himself, so that we may be children of our Father who is in heaven. If we continue this path of charity, then our last judgment will be not so fearsome and frightening, for the judgment will then be our eternal joy and happiness. Let's conclude then with some words from the consoling St. Francis de Sales. He says, The world, the whole world, invites you to paradise. Your good angel presses you with all his strength and offering you, on God's part, a thousand helps, a thousand graces. Jesus Christ, from the summit of heaven, looks down lovingly upon you and sweetly invites you to the throne of glory which she has prepared for you in the abundance of his mercy. The Blessed Virgin urges you maternally. The saints, millions of holy souls, exhort you affectionately and assure you that the way of virtue is not so difficult as the world says it is. Will you not accept the favors of heaven? So we must do this and take courage. And we shall soon be there in heaven. God willingly, all of us. And let us do so in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen.